0: FOREVER!
1: Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And
2: welcome to our podcast, Scary Scary Stories Stories to to Tell on the Pod. pod.
1: It is typically a podcast about scary stories and urban legends and spooky things you tell us about. But this summer, every Friday, we are watching a film of Stephen Summer's filmography. And we like to call it Stephen Summer Summer or
2: Summer of Summers.
1: Again, we will never decide on one of them.
2: Continue to vote by opening your pillowcase, whispering your vote into the pillowcase,
1: and then slamming it shut. Don't make us choose between our two gorgeous sons. Don't make us pick. Uh, And this episode is long anticipated. We are so incredibly excited. It's
2: all been building to this. It's
1: all been building to this. We have two incredibly special guests with us this evening. Uh, They are... Paul F. Tompkins, and Janie Haddad Tompkins. Hello. Hi. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for joining for us, us. us. <laughs> to discuss this eight-hour-long movie we I all just watched know. together. It was so, so long. long. Now, we really were nice. originally, if if I may, if this is okay
3: to tell people, please. Yes. we were originally going to get together and watch The Scorpion King. Right. And
1: then, and then Chris and didn't. I got the gay cold. That's yeah. <laughs> And we, not from doing anything untoward, just from chatting with friends. We literally <laughs> went to a place with more than 12 people, talked for 30 minutes, and we were like, well, we're sick now. Aww. Um, so, uh, but this has all been worth it because we were supposed to watch The Scorpion King together, which it was very fun. Anna and I had a blast It was watching.
2: just fine. Yes. Okay. It was a good B+. Plus. Okay. Totally fine. I but think that was
1: a Gene Shallott's review, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> just fine. He didn't do any wordplay at all. He's just like, nah. We cut off his mic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but today, all four of us are going to be discussing the classic 2004 Steven Sommers film, Van Helsing. Yes. Oh my God. Boy. You know, if
2: four people say Van Helsing at the same time, Steven Sommers shows up and <laughs> <laughs> pitches another
1: movie. Did you guys see it? We truly cannot find Stephen Sommers. Where
2: is he physically
1: now? Um, we, so we
2: don't
0: really... No, is this for real? Yeah, like, like he disappeared.
2: Oh, I don't think it's like a Shelly Miskovich fully, right. oh, but okay. I, I do think
1: <laughs> you don't think it's... he got keel hauled <laughs> No, he's clearly being beat up by Imhotep. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised
2: if he was self keeled hauled for fun. <laughs> I mean, research. he wasn't
0: involved with Scientology, was he? Do we? What uh, do we maybe know? I
1: mean, who can who say? Maybe that's why he did it. Where
0: was he? How, what do we know about him?
1: Well, we know that his most recent film that he directed was a movie called Odd Thomas, which we will be covering in a couple weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. how? Um, and then... And how, what year was that? That was 2013 or 2014? 2013, and yeah. it had been on the shelf for a little bit. So, Right, right. Wow. So it's been...
0: And is he from America? Yeah, and he's, he's from, from America. The
2: Twin Cities.
0: Right, right.
1: Oh. So uh, that gives him... that. I feel like that gives him some grace. I feel like people from the Twin Cities are typically... Friendly folks, mm-hmm. Minnesotans. Sure. I feel like kind of class. Sure, like, yeah. I'm kind of I people love people who would make Van Helsing. We all know that. this. Um, and wow, I—I I mean, all of us had seen Van Helsing before. <laughs> yes. I think, Janie, did you realize whether or not you had?
0: I honestly thought that I had, <laughs> and then when I was watching it, it just felt like. Kind of like nothingness. <laughs> like there was sort of like I felt kind of nothing really about. I mean, it was an assault. Like, yes. like
3: pulled away from your. And
0: then I was like, I did, and then I was like, Well, did I see it? And it was it one of those where I kind of fell asleep in my little half.
3: Sure. Sleepy,
0: like vi- you know, when there's the crazy. Because like Jenny does have a
3: thing where if there's, there's like, like, a like a lot a of lot fast of action
1: and flashing lights, stuff, I
0: kind of like. I become entranced. I'm that way
1: Whoa. with musicals. I fall asleep. It
0: happened to me when I saw Into the Woods. That, I have also fallen asleep <gasps> seeing Into the Woods. Stop. Oh my God. This is
1: what, which version?
0: It was in the 90s.
1: Okay. Was I it, was a
3: toddler. <laughs> hmm, <laughs> that <laughs> might have more to do Sons with that. I was in heaven. <laughs>
0: okay, maybe I, I was. Now we
3: know the rest of the
0: Maybe story. I was a fully born <laughs> I See, I
3: fall asleep if I drink like a whole bottle of
1: milk or sure. formula. <laughs> <laughs> um, if
0: somebody rocks me on their lap, yeah. Oh my I just God. like those.
2: <laughs> oh my God, I have that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you all are missing the... Pure adorability of Ladybird burrowing into a blanket next to Paul and Janie. <laughs>
2: Ladybird has taken such a shine to Paul of Lady Ladybird loves Paul.
3: <laughs> oh I bribed
1: her with some treats. It's true. It's always helpful. Um, and uh, so, so, so this, yeah. so this movie yeah. is a high octane, unadulterated Stephen Summers.
2: Yes. If you haven't seen it, you could.
1: You could. You should,
2: but you could. Mm-hmm. And it's uh it's available for rental. Yes. So you are committing money to this, yeah. which is mm-hmm. something to think about. It is
1: currently not on any of the streaming services. I think you can get it on Peacock Premium and AMC Premium. No way. Wow. Which two is two premiums. Two premiums. But but we wow. we did rent it. Um I don't regret that.
2: No, and I'm, you know what? This movie made sixty-three million dollars in DVD rentals, yes. which is I think either a third or half of what it made at the box office.
1: I mean, really that is astounding. Yes. This movie made a ton of money. Universal went in so confidently that this was going to be a huge franchise that would last, which I will get to a question I have about that later. Mm. Um but so much to the point that the uh, the the space that is currently occupied by Hogwarts land <laughs> in Universal Studios' Islands of Adventure was conceived as a Van Helsing land. They They really thought thought it.
2: They really thought, yeah, their experience with the mummy spoiled them. The day after the mummy uh, debuted in theaters, they ordered a sequel. Right. Um, And then like a few days after they started shooting the Scorpion or a few days after they started shooting Mummy Returns, they ordered the Scorpion King. Right. They were just in, they felt like they couldn't fail. Yeah. Which is a dangerous place to be.
1: And this is a fraught thing that Universal has. They have this great property of the Universal Monster movies, which I grew up absolutely loving I, the first time I remember thinking like that's a good actor was Lon Chaney Jr. and the Wolfman mm-hmm. and I was like he's really feeling something you know <laughs> um, and it really I, yeah I'm him yeah I was uh, I was, I was like there's so much there's so much pain in his eyes um, <laughs> and and yeah like clearly Stephen Summers is a huge fan of old monster movies and that that love and affection like is present in all these movies yeah for sure it is just we were discussing it the difference between the mummy and Van Helsing is the the mummy. Everyone is having a blast and you can tell mm-hmm. that like everyone is having a really good time. Yeah. And in Van Helsing, either because of the story being just more somber or unknown production elements, no one is having a good time.
2: Nah, yeah. They're wet a lot. They're in corsets. Yeah. They're wearing a ton of leather layers, which isn't fun. Yeah. yeah. There are no jokes.
1: There are no. no jokes. Like
2: the Crazy mummy jokes. had jo-
1: like no. little yes.
0: comedic physical bits like where what's her name was on the Rachel, Rachel Weiss, Weiss. Yeah. Yes. It was on like the ladder and she knocked over all the, you know, she was kind of clumsy, you know, there was nothing like that with these characters.
1: No, that's, exa- that's exactly it. Was
0: it the same screenwriter for, was it him for both or just it yeah, Van Helsing?
1: Is, is both, he did the screenplay for the mummy?
0: Yes. Wow.
1: So yeah, he did. He so did maybe
0: he did have a comedy writer though, like help him like go yeah. through and add some jokes. Some punch so, ups. Yeah. Kevin J.
2: O'Connor, um, he did, he did share a screenplay by credit for the mummy. Okay. Yeah. And someone else did a polished okay. draft. It uh, was yeah. uncredited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there were a lot more producers
3: yeah, involved,
1: right.
2: but this was written and directed by, Yeah. um, and you can tell it's just like, Relentless. What Jamie said right after is it's relentless. This movie is like. And it's also, it's (laughs) somebody
3: who, who is very successful now being given carte blanche. They could do whatever they want and nobody's going to tell them no, because like, well, he's the, he's the goose that lays the golden egg. Like he must know, like (laughs) there's nobody in, in studios at Universal that's like. I think we should uh, give him some notes about this. Right, right. They don't yeah. fucking know. You they know
0: what needed
2: I mean? to give him a couple notes. Yeah. It seemed it seemed like uh he was like, see, I did a good job with the mummy and let yeah. me do this. And he didn't realize that other people had their hands on the steering wheel.
1: Yeah. In, in many ways. And again, we we would not do this whole series if we didn't have a great love for Steven Summers and what he does. I just had a flash of him maybe listening to this podcast and oh, got scared. It is it is the truth. Like like the his movies really kind of defined for, for our age group, like kids having fun with something scary and being introduced to it and like not being afraid, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, but the script in some ways feels like it was translated on Google translate to another language and then back (laughs) to English. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are lines that maybe were supposed to be jokes or things that just feel like they were temporary dialogue that got left in, the, the, the exchange, um, like, like the, the, particularly the brides of Dracula saying things like, do you like to fly or, um, what was the big one? You can't go until I say you can go. And I say you can go when, when you, you are, you are dead. dead. Yeah. It's like, there's no wordplay here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. When she stabs, spoiler alert, she stabs, uh, Kate Sales character stabs one of the brides. She goes, I say, if you're going to kill someone. Kill them. Don't just stand around talking about it. Uh, which is like very much the vibe of I uh, just called the jerk store and
0: yes, they're out of absolutely. you. Absolutely. Like,
1: that 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 little quip has more words than like my bio. Like it's the, there's <laughs> too much stuff. Right. In oh that my god. Quip. Totally.
2: It's um, the full declaration of independence.
3: What what's so strange about it is that Not only do scripts go through a bunch of revisions before they get to the set, but once you get to the set, there's things that are changed all the constantly, all the time. And like once you hear it out loud, you might say, "Actually, you know what? Let's tweak that line a little bit." And this might be the result of that. Oh my god! I also that's a good point. Wow. This, this. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) These guys won't give it up, honey. I'm
1: glad you're here. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: bad point <laughs>
1: in, our, in our next segment we hate that point um, yeah I I also wonder because listen Stephen Summers movies are often populated by very hot people there are different types of hot people mm-hmm. there are different types of hot actors I feel like the mummy was maybe populated by hot people who maybe weren't always hot and like know some jokes mm-hmm. or like know yeah, how to I have, like yes. theater
2: training yeah um, this movie not only has a lot of like models and yes. dancers in it. It also has all of them doing a dialect yes. that they had to learn fresh. I doubt any yes. of these people had like Romanian accents ready to go. Yeah. Right. So like to tweak the dialogue after you've been working with a dialect
1: coach is really difficult. Yeah. Super tricky. And it also is like I Kate Beckinsale and Hugh Jackman are wonderful. I mean they're movie stars and they're very mm-hmm. good at their jobs. And they are, I would describe them as like hyper earnest performers mm-hmm. Yes, like there's not a lot of they're not known for like a tongue in cheek sensibility yeah. no they're not and I think the That's lack of point. that is really felt in this movie mm-hmm. Yeah, and who normally would like even the comedic relief character of Carl who's the actor who plays him who played uh, David Wenham David Wenham is typically like a leading man handsome guy. Yeah. And he's kind of trying to be the funny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, you're still like, that's a really handsome person with a dumb haircut. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, I know. It You can't you can't put a wig on a pig. <laughs> you can't put You, you could. Put a, I'd like it. On a handsome pig?
3: You can't pig. put a
1: wig on a pig.
3: You can't put <laughs> a wig on a handsome
1: pig. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: just look funny. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows that pig is handsome. <laughs> but yeah, it is like... I felt that same thing of, like, none of these people ever had to be good at comedy. Right. They never had to learn how to tell jokes. And so, consequently, they cannot. But, but ironically, Hugh Jackman, who's done a ton of theater, and musicals, yes. and stuff like that, he knows his way around a joke. Right. Isn't given any. Like, there's a couple – lines that he has that are sort of sarcastic and that's yeah right Where he's
1: like
2: fuck this
1: i was like that's not a joke though Uh, it's so rare that people lean into what is magnetic and charismatic about hugh jackman in real life Mm -hmm. not that i've like hung out with him but (laughs) in interviews i've seen online um he is so positive and smiley and and it's like i kind of Janie, you brought this up that like he's always so unhappy killing monsters, but this movie would be so much better if he it's loved it. Like That was mon-
0: like his passion. Yeah. Yeah. Like what if like he, he's like, I'm kind of grumpy, but like I'm really good at killing monsters. <laughs> and it kind of brings me joy,
2: you
3: know, yeah. like, yes. I don't know. I, yeah. It yeah. I, They're monsters. Right? You helped
2: people. Yeah the, yeah. the whole, the movie is set up at the beginning that uh, Van Helsing is hated universally. Right. But he's bummed because he's a murderer. Yeah. For, yeah. They call him a murderer, which like, a doesn't really check out because I right. think people are generally thrilled that you kill the monsters. And B, like, it's a stone cold bummer. Cause then yeah. your protagonist is like, I hate this. I hate being protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: misunderstood and he doesn't really like, there's no way where he gets to express that in the any scene. Really. Yeah.
3: It's also, it's so they're, they're just like, they're smearing this over. Like the idea that he's. Wanted is because he kills people who turn back into people. He kills monsters to turn back into people after he kills them. And so everybody's right. like, this guy's a murderer. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's like, they're, they're assuming we're supposed to assume so much backstory yes. before this movie starts. Like when we see the wanted poster and everything, <laughs> and it's like, it's too much shit crammed together. And this, this like, I feel like this movie was part of that era that They've they've gotten better at kind of right. they, they at least, they've at least figured out how to sell it, but and make it work. But where it's like it's too many monsters, it's too many right. yeah, like like the Batman movies where it was like, and now there's going to be not only Catwoman but also uh, the Penguin, and right. then there's going to be three villains and there's going to be four, and it's like it's too much, and it also gives you nowhere to go. Like if if they really wanted to make this a a series of right. movies, right. it's like. Have one
1: fucking monster that's right, that, hard to get. You and then know?
0: and then the one that you didn't kill at the end that we know is still yeah. out there. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And that is, I mean, my big thing, my big question with this movie, which again was meant to be a franchise, mm-hmm. was like, okay, you're getting rid of Dracula and the Wolfman, roughly Frankenstein. Yeah. In the next movie, are we to believe that Van Helsing's going to fight the creature from the Black Lagoon, the Phantom of the Opera, and the <laughs> Invisible Man? like what
0: are you <laughs> like running? why is it always threes like and, and like, like you could have drugged this out to ten <laughs> movies yes
1: and like how
2: are you gonna <laughs> tie them together yeah <laughs> you started with Dracula Frankenstein and Wolfman those are the only good ones yes
0: and, and also yeah and, you and, left yourself like nowhere to go and, and originally
1: they were gonna have the creature from the Black Lagoon in this one and yeah. I'm sure they were like eh, we better keep him for because it can't just be like the Phantom of the Opera and the Invisible Man yeah it's My like
2: God, a, I know. Yeah, you're totally right. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. that like they didn't believe that they could do more than one. And then
3: if you run out of universal monsters, then what? Then it's like a ghost. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what
1: is he, Ghost Man? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, is, and
3: that. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, keep going.
1: And that is uh, no. Now me. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a controversial I have a controversial opinion. Oh, here okay. comes so. I, Ladies need to wash their
3: ass.
1: <laughs> this takes a hard, a hard left turn into me being revealed as a troll underground comedian. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Uh, but so, okay. So this movie is hearkening back to, I think the house of Frankenstein house of Dracula sort of movies. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, and I love old monster movies. Those movies are actually not good. They're not good. I love them. I rewatched them recently. House of Frankenstein, which is my favorite. Dracula is in the first 15 minutes of. He's played by John Carradine. He dies before Frankenstein or the Wolfman show up. So he's oh, not it's, even involved. Oh, the funeral. He, it, it, it honestly, yeah. <laughs> they're sitting around Swedish meatballs being like, I mean, I hadn't seen him in so long. I just feel... <laughs> we need to get together <laughs> when there's not a funeral. It's terrible <laughs> that it takes this. To- Dracula gets killed off, sideline immediately, and Frankenstein and the Wolfman barely interact. It's just not a great template. The only one that really works is Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. And the reason that works is is that there are two comedic leads Mm -hmm. Uh surrounded by a scary world. And it is very funny to see Mm -hmm. funny people be like, we got to get away from these monsters. That's very funny.
0: (laughs) Entertaining.
1: And and the thing is all the actors, Lon Jr. and Bella Lugosi are maybe acting the most serious out of any universal monster movie they've been in before. And it is so much funnier that it's like, when Dracula is trying to hypnotize you and is very seriously trying to do it and it's like not working, Mm -hmm. like that's a really huge success. Yeah. This movie falls into the trap of virtually everyone is serious down to the point that Kate Beckinsale's major want in this movie is to free her family from hell.
2: Yeah. (laughs) just a like a good summer blockbuster want. Yes. yes. Yeah. I want to die and go to heaven. No. Why are you wearing a corset then? What is this? Yeah, like you could have done
0: you, that yourself.
2: You could be old. Why are you so yeah. young and hot? This movie Let is Let this girl eat bread. Yeah. What is this?
1: This is, for, this is for like horny Catholic teens, I think. This yeah,
2: is. yeah, well, that explains why we like. it. I know. Yeah.
1: Truly, we gravitated right towards it.
2: Uh, I feel so spoken for. I Yeah, at this point, I was already reading a lot of Lord of the Rings fan fiction. Yeah. About mm-hmm. to start reading a lot of Pirates of the Caribbean fan fiction. Wow! Oh and sort of <laughs> Hugh Jackman with long hair, wearing like a cowboy hat, I was like primed. Yeah, this it's it's begging
3: for <laughs> fan fiction. I did not like Hugh Jackman's look in this. I did not like Van Helsing's whole. Walk thing. us through it. it was, well, I I feel like it was either either you have to have a big hat or and short hair, or you have to have long hair and a smaller hat. <laughs> oh, oh, like the two together did not work for me. It was a lot. I felt yeah. like his, yeah. his outfit for somebody that is, that it has to be like on the move all the time. Right. Was very bulky and very heavy looking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. sleek. You know what I mean? Like I, I got, it, it also made it confusing as to what time period this is taking place. Yeah. Cause at one point the friar says I cabled the Vatican and it's like, Oh, are cables, cables a thing now? Like, yeah. He sent a telegram. But everyone looks like they're medieval serfs yes, or whatever. Yeah. So where where are Wait, we I in time? I miss that. C- yeah. I mean, and I re- remember
0: him saying cable the Vatican, but I didn't put together that that would have been the first right. we'd seen of any kind of technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: there's also like semi-automatic dart guns, yeah, um, right, which huge. I don't think. I mean, the movie's supposed to take place in the 1880s or 1890s. It's a little bit unclear. Right, right. But like, yeah, they 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 do a lot of swings with what is possible at this yeah. time. Boy. And
1: uh, what I loved, <laughs> Jamie, when you brought up the fact that the Vatican has this secret society underground where they're making super high tech, like steampunk, like puppets. a James
0: Bond, yeah, yeah like a.
1: But you were like, but even in this like quasi fantasy world, there's still no women allowed. No women. Yeah, women.
0: Yeah. I'm like, this is a made up <laughs> thing. And like it can't be a diverse universe. Yeah. Like it has there's yeah. no inclusivity at all. It's there's like all one, white dudes.
3: There's one cool woman and she dresses like one of the pussycat dolls. Oh
1: <laughs> my god. <laughs> That's true. That is exact. Yeah, it is the same yeah. uh, silhouette. It also, <laughs> Anna, you brought up that there's a big kind of bachelor energy, where like all of the all, like the vamp the vampire brides are always like laughing, sounding really tired, but they're laughing at nothing. And it's yeah, like
2: Chris Kelly has brought up that um, in the Bachelor, there's always sort of a light bed of laughter, even though nothing <laughs> funny has been said. <laughs> like when they show up on a date yeah. and they see each other, they both go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've never seen the bachelor but hearing She's this never seen it no oh. hearing this description is making me happy to not have seen it. we
1: might we might need a secondary podcast you know maybe. What I mean? yeah. oh my god
0: I, I and mean, i just read some novel about like that takes place in a bachelor world and oh. i read the whole i just like stuck with it
2: they're up super late Like those date scenes in the beginning when there's
1: like thirty people.
2: Oh my god! During the roast, it sounds miserable to be a part of it. It sounds awful, and you don't make that much. You don't make money.
1: It really does have a lot in common with this movie where you never know what time it is. Yeah.
3: And yes.
1: People- it's always well, yeah, does. Also,
0: the vampires came out during the day yes. and they well, there's were an like, afternoon Then they werewolf? explained it later.
3: There's an afternoon a werewolf. They were like. She was
0: like, oh, she wanted it. They wanted to catch me off guard. That's why they yeah. came out in the day. Which, and it's like, like mm, is okay. That really-
2: this movie has clouds doing a lot of work. Clouds, yeah. Cloud blocks a full moon. The werewolf turns back into a person. Yeah. Clouds block the sun. The vampires come on out. Also, yeah. it's like,
0: okay, if they're like, oh, the vampires came out in the day because they wanted to catch me off guard. Right. But aren't you sleeping at night? <laughs> right. So, oh is that? God. Like, aren't you literally. Oh. The most vulnerable. I
3: trained myself to get on the schedule right. where I sleep during the day. God.
0: I mean, if you're sleeping at night, they don't need to worry about coming out in the day because they can catch you while you're freaking sleeping.
1: That's the best point I've ever oh heard. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, that that does speak to a big issue I have with this movie. A lot of poor planning. Yeah. Yeah, No one
0: sleeps or does anything. There's nothing other than just running around, running away from monsters. And yet,
3: when they make a plan, there are sometimes the plans are so precise. Yes. They count on the like a a knowledge of physics that is impossible, (laughs) where it's like, okay, I'll I'll swing here. I will very quickly knock out a trapeze. (laughs) All right. So get on the trapeze. Yes. And then I will be able. Then uh, I'll do this. I'll, I'll land here. Then you will shove a, a guy who happens to be breathing fire
1: at that moment. Who will
3: breathe fire on Dracula? Like, right. This is this is. Come on, guys. Exactly. <laughs> what
1: are we doing? It, it, that is using that this word again. Relentless. Like the it is people. It, it is a, like a cocaine-addled. Yeah, it's not. It's not the writing of it. It's that. Like it's as though all of these characters are on a bender. Yeah, and it's yeah. like yeah, so, and then you're, and then we're gonna go here, and uh, the yeah. fastest horses in the world are Transylvanian horses. So yeah. you guys will go, but yeah, we need a second one. <laughs> yeah, to, we
3: need two. You need two six horses to check yeah. the werewolf uh,
1: uh, yeah. you, you drive
3: toward the, the Broken Bridge, and then uh, uh, the Broken Bridge, and then it will get on fire, and uh, um, uh, 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 the, the, the witches will think that it's in there, and then uh, it's like that's. I'm already no there. Way. I'm already there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and somehow uh, they've opened a restaurant, and it's all yeah. It, yeah. <laughs>
3: Also,
0: there was something that happened in the movie that I didn't understand how it happened, which is all these little baby vampires were born and then they came out. (laughs) And then all of a sudden they were like trying to eat people and then all of a sudden, they all like
2: just died.
1: Yeah, they blew up. Yeah, the yeah. The,
2: the plot point you missed that explains that uh, does not exist. They yeah. just died. Oh, good. Did, okay. I, I, at one it point, they're work. like,
1: "Oh, the werewolf venom wasn't strong enough to keep the babies alive."
2: Yeah. So they're using what? they're at using the monsters. They're using monsters as vectors for electricity to electrocute their <laughs> <laughs> vampire right. gooey young into being alive because they're born dead. Right. But it's not enough strong, so they got to go. Frankenstein, yeah.
3: yes. Frankenstein is the key because what happens is the vampire babies—they're only al- alive for so long. But with Frankenstein, they'll stay alive, undying, Monsters. because he's yeah. dead and
2: come alive.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm so angry that this is the story. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't get it that when I was watching it.
3: No, I there's didn't no understand reason you should have. that,
0: right? But now that you're explaining it to me. I liked it better that it didn't make sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because oh like God. I don't
0: know. Yeah. No. So no. many
2: producer notes could just be bypassed cuz no. it was like maybe it's better than Noah. it's not clear.
1: I <laughs> and I guess so this movie the monsters in this movie are many. Yeah. There is Dracula, Frankenstein, two different three different wolfmen. Yeah. Oh that's right. Yeah. One um, is
2: just a a, a journeyman actor.
1: Wolfman. Yeah. We don't know who he is. Right. Just right. an introduction Just to introduce us the idea of Wolfman.
2: Yes. Yeah. A yeah. day player.
1: <laughs> a, a very successful downtown theater actor. Yes. Yeah, so good. nice. <laughs> so great. And he's married
2: to Naomi Watts. But
1: and every, <laughs> everyone will be at his funeral. You know, yeah. it'll be like you'll be like, oh my god. Um. But then and then uh, cameo by Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Um. Truly a, a real. And,
0: but he was like also like kind of like the. Notre Dame. The, the um, hunchback
1: of Notre Dame. He yeah, was kind
0: of
2: him also. They were at Notre Dame.
1: Yeah. And it but was he last was like, last he right. kept
0: nodding to that. He kept like the bells and the, and the, you know what I
1: mean? What a weird dynamic is a monster. Yeah. We were talking like to be a literate <laughs> so to, to be poetic. a monster from literature. <laughs> what a weird dynamic
3: is a monster.
1: <laughs> to be a, a monster from literature. Commenting on another monster from literature yeah, exactly. in that monster's house, yeah, and then you're like, He was
0: there where the hunchback yeah. lives, yeah. and so I was like, Is he the hun- he? He announced himself as being Mr. Hyde, right? Er, he announced that, yeah, and then I was like, Okay, but then the whole like Notre Dame thing and the tower, like, right. I was like, Okay, huh? Like, it's <laughs> very
1: weird to put Mr. Hyde in Paris. It's weird to do. Yes, right. and I thought Mr. Yeah.
0: Hyde was a London London, London monster. Born and, they and even, bred. They say
1: like, well, Scotland Yard chased you out of London. And this is a huge gorilla man. Scotland Yard is Bobby Sticks. They're not yes. going to chase anyone anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have guns. Right.
3: He was yeah. afraid of being arrested and embarrassed. <laughs> I
1: I do Imagine. Think, was it like a shooting
2: thing? Like they they, sh- they wrote it for Westminster Abbey and couldn't get in there, so they made it oh. Notre Dame or something? That's a really I don't good know. But they needed something closer to Rome.
0: The idea of Van Helsing is he's some dude where all the monsters come around because he's
2: a character in Dracula,
0: right? Yeah. He's a oh, Dutch, he's like a real he's a dude.
1: Dutch scientist, and he's supposed to be like kind of an old, yeah, like an old exactly. weird guy, yeah,
2: yeah. In Bram's in the yeah. like classic Dracula movie, yeah. he's like an old
1: dude, right? And so this is hmm. what's also confusing weird. about this is this is a prequel to that, but they kill Dracula. Yeah, so I guess it's more of a reimagining of this character entirely because mm-hmm. kind of the fun about Van Helsing is he's a really unassuming guy with glasses. I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Who is a secretly a vampire hunter, mm-hmm. not a gorgeous, long, silken-haired like,
0: bounty yeah. hunter. Like he's not badass. an action dude. He's like, like just all brain. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah slim-jacked. Like <laughs> so, is you like Hugh Jackman is like notoriously charming
1: in real life? Is that what you've heard? I, I, I mean, that is like that's kind of his thing. Paul met him. That everyone yeah. just seems to love him. How I was
2: your meeting him?
1: I, oh. I did a talk show with him. Very that, charming. It
3: was a talk show for Australian television, but it was filmed in LA. Oh, wow. And it was me and Hugh Jackman and Tim Gunn oh. were the panel. Oh, my God. It's online. You can find it on YouTube. Fashion yeah. icons. Um, it was it was so much fun. It was just like a conversational it show. Really it was so much fun. Hugh Jackman was like incredibly charming and nice and, you know, like down to earth. It was great. Yeah. Like,
0: but he's, like, friends with, like, I know. Ivanka and Jared. Oh. Is he
2: Oh, no. Yeah. I was just going to tell another charming anecdote about I went yeah. to see him on but, Broadway. And he was
0: like, well, I'm not, po- you we know. We don't
3: talk about politics. I'm not
0: political no, or whatever. Cool dude.
3: Yeah, from
2: and other like, countries.
0: I,
3: that's, what I, that's the only thing away. I can cling to yeah. is that <laughs> he's from another country.
2: I know. Yeah, yeah like, we've had British hosts. Like during Trump time, be like, I don't want to do anything political because you know I think everyone <laughs> should be able to enjoy the show, and I'm like, I disagree with you.
1: You shouldn't enjoy any crazy. show. No, I'm you're sorry. wrong. You're but
2: wrong. That's <laughs> <wrong. laughs> so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I saw him on Broadway when I was 16 in The Boy from Oz. Wow. And he signed my playbill, and he was very sweet. Yeah. And his- I'm
0: sure he's like super cool, and he's been hasn't he been like happily married to the same lady for a long time? But you know, I keep thinking about that. I'm like, what do you have to talk
3: about with
1: Ivanka and Jared? If you're not talking about politics, where does that conversation go? And it's like, you're Hugh Jackman. You can make better friends. Like, I absolutely. Like you
0: can be friends with, anyone right here because no one's gonna be like like, a celebrity "Mm." and you're good looking and you know you're from australia and that already gives you like an edge because you have an accent (laughs) Uh, you know it's like
1: (laughs) it's funny hearing him in this movie like because i'm used to hearing him either with an australian accent or like wolverine accent which i think is just Sort of vague Canadian American. But um in this one, does he he does he doesn't have an accent?
3: Is he am- he is started he- out with just a flat American accent and then by the end it was like yes. sort of British sort? And I was like, wait, is this just his regular voice? Because it wasn't full British. He
0: was talking to Kate Beckinsale too much during the break. Oh,
3: wow. Wow.
1: He was like
0: picking up on her oh, God, you yeah. know, British, don't you think? Her posh.
1: Mm -hmm. he definitely does like a kind of sloppy British S towards the, you know, it's like, it's like in performances when all of a sudden everyone sort of does this. (laughs) And it's like, I don't think people talk like that. I think it's like a Shakespearean. It's like a thing that people do when they're like, I'm not myself. I'm an actor. Like, <laughs> I think right, that right, is right, what they yeah. do. Yes.
2: Like, they this is on. a performance right and now. There was a lot of acting in this movie. Boy. Too much. Oh, I capital mean. A, capital C, capital yeah. T I N G. We, we
1: have not even touched Richard Roxborough yet. Let's talk about him. Let's First touch. First all, he looks like John Hamm
3: and Katie Lang fused together <laughs> wow. in this movie.
2: <laughs> So bisexuals get your
3: heart out baby. Yeah, that's I was
1: gonna say there's not much to wow. about this movie, but you know that what? Is. That's
0: kind of yeah. a compliment too. Yeah, I mean right. really it's
1: not it's not a bad fusion. No. So, he's even he's even got the little like thin the whisk uh, strands, yeah. the wisps. I yeah. had
2: those for a long time.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. In the, Absolutely. As in the late
2: nineties and early two thousands, as
0: many yeah. of us did. Yeah. yeah. He's got
1: like a banana clip in the back. I
0: <laughs> I recognized my own hair clip when he turned around. I was like, I have that hair clip. Like, yeah. I have that plastic hair clip. Repar- Representation like, matters. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I liked seeing it on
3: screen. I never know? saw myself on screen. until I, saw I never saw my, my hair clip. I
0: saw my hair clip on screen and it, it was meant something. It was
2: just that the television had turned off and it was my own reflection.
1: But, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, okay. So, yeah, we, we, we've covered the monsters. But Richard Roxborough plays Dracula. And he had a big previous couple years. He was in Moulin Rouge. He was in Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, he... I think he's a good actor and it's hard to play Dracula. It, what is it? Are, did we decide that he is doing his due diligence as an actor, but in his head, he's like, oh, this is not going to do well. I, I felt watching it was that he was
3: like, he had planned a bunch of big swings that he mm-hmm. was going to take, but he didn't seem to be completely confident in them. And he didn't seem to be having fun. Yeah. It mm-hmm. seemed like, okay, I'm going to try some shit or whatever. Like, because when he's doing some outrageous things that almost feel like they were, he was directed to do them. Yeah. Yes. But it's like, I don't know. This seems like, this seems like stuff that an actor would come up with through rehearsal, through, you know, trying to, trying to find a characterization and then like kind of balks at the last minute. Like, I don't, is this good? Like no yeah. one's telling me, I can't believe anybody that's telling me this is good.
2: Right. And it, it is like, I understand putting in those big swings like you're talking about because so much of his lines, so much of Dracula's lines is exposition right. and like miserable recounting of fertility struggles, mm-hmm. um, yes. which is a hard plot point to introduce. Also, like, a that should movie.
0: be like a sexual role. That should be sexy. Like he should be kind of horny and like, He's, you know, the whole fertility thing. I mean, it just does. He just feels like he's a miserable character. Like, because he said, he even says, he's like, I feel nothing. I'm and I live forever. And,
1: it's you know, like Arthur Miller does Dracula. Yeah. It's yeah.
3: Like, I got to say, I don't I don't think that's an, an uninteresting take right. on that character right. of like, it's lonely to live forever. And, you know, you can't. I don't and I feel empty inside but it wasn't but it's not fun that's for I sure. Yeah and oh. if you're
2: screaming it yes. it's hard. Yes. And also if he was the only monster who was screaming monologues that would be okay. <sighs> they scream everything. They There's so didn't much yelling. Scream everything. Operatic screaming of character Oh, Watson. Yeah. It like, was like
0: uh, I mean, yeah. Sh-
1: and Shuler Helmsley, who plays Frankenstein also like very respected stage actor mm-hmm. it does it does feel like these people were, were all directed yeah. to kind of be like video game cutscene characters yes yeah. like it's all just so big huh. and there's no like we were talking about there's no like settled in moment of reflection or like settled in human moment mm-hmm. like the mo- the quiet moments in this movie are like help help my family go to heaven like it's <laughs> miserable not, yeah. stone weird.
2: cold bummers wall to wall there was no like Indiana Jones and Karen Allen yes. flirting yes. like you dumb jerk! Yes. ha right, right. Kiss, kiss.
3: Like the like, scene with the with the where they're on the boat and it's like yes, it hurts there, it hurts there. Where doesn't it hurt? You know, like that's a fun, cute, sexy scene. Right. And it's like there needed
1: to be something like that in this movie. And they get they're like a second into a scene where they're drinking absinthe together. Yeah, and they're like, well, don't let that hit your tongue. And then instantly they just fall eight hundred feet and then meet Frankenstein into and-
2: another plot hole.
1: <laughs>
2: it opened up beneath
3: them. I have I have a
1: question. What is, does it, do each of us have a favorite Dracula?
3: My default might be Frank Langella. I saw wow. him when I was a little kid. I saw him do Dracula on Broadway. Wow. Oh. And then I recently watched the movie version of it and I'd never seen it. Wow. And uh, it was, it's
1: a fun movie.
3: Like it's a good Dracula movie.
1: That one had the like stage design by the famous uh, artist who did like mystery theater on PBS, the opening. and Edward the,
3: Gorey? Edward Gorey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I wow. heard Frank Angel is amazing.
3: Yeah, he's great. Yeah, and the, and and uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Lawrence Olivier is Van Helsing, and you Whoa. know it's, a, it's uh, worth watching. Absolutely, it's that's a good movie.
1: Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite Dracula, Janie?
0: I don't. I don't because I don't think I've seen many. I have Drac- You Have know not seen enough Draculas? <laughs> I I know I've seen how many inter- Draculas make up a lifetime. Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> oh <and>
3: yeah.
1: Then-
0: <laughs> This movie now, that's maybe it.
1: And but interview with the vampire, did you, you remember enjoying that? Yeah. Yeah. That one's that one is also like four hours long. That's a long movie. Yeah, it's, it's really so long. long. Good lord. Yeah. It's so long. But two very hot vampires. Yes. Very, yeah. But absolutely everyone is miscast in that movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've never Except seen Except for that. Kirsten Dunst, oh, who's Kirsten like Dunst is amazing. So in she it. Is, she's amazing. Yeah. In it. She kind of steals true. the movie, to be yeah, honest. For sure. I believe nominated for an Academy yeah, Award. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's yeah I mean it's hard because it's like you want to think that there are so many iconic Draculas and like Gary Oldman's fine I do think it's Bela Lugosi for me as an originalist and but again I, I prefer Bela Lugosi in Abbott and Castellani Frankenstein because his self-seriousness is so elevated by being in like a silly yeah. place yeah yeah um, but also I think like when you read the book of Dracula he's sort of impossibly scary and sexy and charming and it like I actually don't know that there is someone who could Mm. Yeah, like
2: a Hemsworth, maybe. Oh, my mm, God. Yeah, sorry. I'm just a development executive, actually. (laughs) I actually got to go. I'm just going to walk to a lot. Did you have a second...
3: Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Did you have a second Dracula? Honestly,
2: go? my I have to say my favorite Dracula is Richard Roxburgh and Van Helsing. Wow. I find him hot. I was the right age when I saw this. He's yeah. sure. like a baby bisexual girl. Just sure. like, yeah. he's he, a guy with long hair and a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. trench coat. He has the wisps. He's got the yeah, wisps. And, like, I and was, the hair clip. And like, the hair clip, the like the leather with the stick through it. Hair clip. Yes. Like just like a guy in his early 40s with a like fake (laughs) accent I was like I'm in yeah this is great and like it's funny what you're talking about with um, the Abbott and Costello where like the self seriousness works because there's comedy around it I do wonder because I compare Richard Roxborough's performance to Arnold Vosloo in The Mummy Which is a similar um, embarrassing level of embarrassing shit you have to do. (laughs) Like a lot of like your dick's out, you're screaming in a a river. It's so embarrassing. But I feel Arnold Voss's performance worked and Richard Roxborough's didn't quite get there, which partially I think Richard Roxborough had like a thousand lines that were yeah. all he had too many uh, bad yeah, yeah. Um,
0: it was in the mo- it was more no- the movie than him in yeah. My you know yeah it, it didn't maybe, elevate yeah his- maybe
3: it is the direction because there's no even in the all the stuff that he had delivered there's no peaks and valleys in that either it's all like the same like on one level like shouted out you know yes and they they lost I think a lot of the charm of Dracula right. in that he's always like oh yeah he's a monster like for sure like right. there's there's nothing yeah. seductive about him he's always like. Here's me. Here's my plan. I got a bunch of egg sacks that I want to be born. You're right. It's not yeah. seductive. Like he, yeah.
2: he like what Janie said, like she roofies her <laughs> yes. and yeah. takes her to a dance. Yeah. And it like puts his hand between her cleavage. And like, it was so clinical. Like it wasn't yeah. sexy it, at totally. all. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Which sucked because they, I don't know. I think they had all the makings and it was just because he was like an exposition delivery device. And mm-hmm. also like
0: at least an interview with the vampire. My Mm -hmm. point of reference. It's like (laughs) when she's like kissed, like when you're next to Dracula, like the whole thing is that you are like falling in love with him,
1: and into you're into
0: like kissing him, and then he bites you and you're screwed. Right, but (laughs) like (laughs) classic the way (laughs) Dracula they (laughs) kind of like made it seem like. She was under like this other like it wasn't because he was seductive.
3: Right, it felt like he had like he like she had literally been drugged and like like she literally been drugged or
0: something like like it wasn't that he was seducing her like her his pheromones were so strong that she Mm -hmm. couldn't like you know resist him. It's like she was like because he even says how does it feel to be a puppet on my strings or whatever, and it was like you should almost feel like oh, no, she likes him. Right, yeah.
3: Yes. Oh, no. That's, that's the danger, that's, exactly. Yeah,
0: because not, an, uh, yeah. that's the one thing that interview with the vampire does yes. well. Yes. watch it. Does well, yeah. you know? It, it just was weird because it seemed like she just, like, was not, like, something else took over her, not her own
2: uh, desire. Right, yeah. and mean, that, yeah, it's, yeah. it's similar to why Van Helsing as a character is not interesting because he is being compelled by forces... Outside of him, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, he doesn't right. want to kill monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to kill this monster. She doesn't want to be like, if he wanted to kill monsters, it would be amazing. If she maybe liked Dracula, that's compelling. Yeah. yeah. You know why? Because we as viewers like liking things. Yeah. Really? We it's like very
0: liking true. things, And it's we very like true. we like characters who are conflicted. <laughs> yes. yes. And,
1: exactly. And the sort of like mystery, like why Dracula as a stage play in like the 20s was such a huge success, is it was like. This mysterious concept of like sex from the neck up that it was like, oh, like sex exists as this mysterious thing Mm -hmm. and that Dracula kind of symbolizes it. And instead, when you replace the mysteriousness of sex with bat sacks, like – it, all of a sudden we're like oh that's what that's a vampire sex <laughs> with, is like, like, with slime yes, yeah you're yeah. picturing
0: acts with uh, like slime
2: and like yes. josie marin cover girl like squatting and laying big green splorts uh, 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 yes. like that
3: sucks uh, uh,
1: uh, no one wanted to see that and this. she did it thousands of times yes. there but, are hey. thousands of these like like soccer bag sized <laughs> Egg sacks yeah. around this castle. Oh, I bet it's like,
0: they were like they were built
2: around soccer ball sacks. <laughs> <laughs> it really it looked a lot like um, the uh, Godzilla eggs in the 1998. Wow.
1: Godzilla. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we Paul briefly touched on the horrible squelching sound Ugh. that yeah. is used so often in this movie when people are regenerating when b- b- bats are coming out of sacks. Um, yeah, I I will <laughs> bat say sacks. bat sacks. I will say. I do appreciate the opening scene. I think the mm. opening scene- On the Notre Dame? Uh, no, um, the black and white- The prologue, the with, the, prologue. with Victor Frankenstein. Oh,
0: yes. Oh, yes, I yes think that one. I oh, think yes. there's
1: something, like to me, that scene kind of gets the silliness of this mm-hmm. while also embracing what makes those old monster movies something we like. It's playing on all the tropes. Um, and then it just really loses its way after that. Absolutely. I'm to say. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. It, it's also like- as Jay, Jason boyfriend of the pod brought up like <laughs> he said that this movie starting in black and white he thinks made it really hard for people of our generation to get their hooks into it yeah. because black and white is old movie who cares yeah. I know. and like just because you as the director or writer of this movie love old monster movies that doesn't mean I
1: do yeah <laughs> and that it's like we all as soon as the title card goes up where it's like written and directed by Stephen Summers in memory of my dad it's like a very sweet thing that I'm sure is true Mm -hmm. that like he had this relationship with his dad where they loved old monster movies. And I think like, but now we're assuming that, right? That is entirely, I could have, I could be a, I am the definition of a Rube. Right. Like I really, I, my, my driver's license picture. I look like the, like the true dictionary picture of a Rube. (laughs)
3: Um,
1: and I think I, I'm the exact person to fall for that sort of thing. Um, but if that is true and I hope it is, I like to believe, I, I like to believe is Steven it. is, um, then I feel like there is the kernel of what makes that relationship special and like what you loved about monster movies. And if you shared that with your dad, is that like what you didn't love was like convoluted plot lines in monster mm-hmm. movies, right. yeah. you know, yeah,
2: the plot of Indiana Jones is really straightforward. Yes. Yeah, We need to get that thing because the other people want it.
1: Yeah and and this exact thing of like if anna if anna is a person who is like i need to get this done but also i kind of have the hots for dracula right and if um and if van helsing is someone who's like i really love killing monsters but i'm and i'm really good at it but i'm thinking maybe it's not good even though i love it so much like already those are like kind of more relatable conflicts yeah. than like being an ageless warrior who has no memory of his
3: past, (laughs) which by the way is not at all answered in this movie. No, he
2: says perhaps another time, which is basically saying like in the sequel, we will cover this. such
1: a huge presumptuous thing. Yes. I know.
2: We've talked about this before. I get really uncomfortable when a movie. is like sequel, please. Like don't do that. And he, and
1: Steven Summers does do that a lot. Yeah. He
2: does it a lot. But also, uh, he he is (laughs) this character. Talk about like not limiting yourself. They make him the archangel Gabriel. <sighs> like who ordered that? <laughs> right. A- again. That's not a
1: universal right. monster for yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catholic teens. That's yeah. true. That's fair. What
2: did
0: did the movie like get panned?
1: It got it got yes. really savaged.
2: It got you know? did yeah, it really? So that's it. really it like it well, let's see. The budget, how much did she cost? She costed 160-170 <laughs> million. And it made three hundred million, so it you know it made probably eighty million dollars more than with the marketing budget.
3: Right. Um, but we're past but, the time where just like making your money back and then some right. is enough. Like it's yeah, got to be like right. a huge was fucking that,
2: thing. It was that, yeah. and also that the reviews were almost uniformly horrific. <gasps> yeah. um, wow. Let's see. Uh, someone called it the worst would be summer blockbuster since Battlefield Earth. Oh. Um, a few I unintentionally can't funny moments. You took that
3: so personally. Like, like, oh, I don't I think that's fair. I don't oh. think that's
2: fair. <laughs> um, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes, the site's consensus calls the film a hollow creature feature that suffers from CGI overload.
0: Oh, that's a good yeah. description. It's got
2: mm-hmm. uh, 27% on Rotten Tomatoes, 24, oh. 24%. Um, so they just
0: didn't order the sequel?
2: They didn't yeah. No, a few days after it debuted. They, the, the reviews were so bad oh, that, uh, they canceled, they canceled the it. <laughs> um, yeah. Mark LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle said it was, uh, he throws together plot strains from various horror movies, tries to muscle things along with Flash and Dazzle, but his film just lies there, weighted down by a complete lack of wit, artfulness, and internal logic. Oof. Um, what Summers tries to do here is use action only. As the only means of involving an audience. So story is sacrificed. Character development is non-existent, and there are no attempts to incite emotion. Instead, Summers tries to hold an audience for two hours with nothing up but his with nothing up his sleeve but colored risins, ribbons, bright sparklers, and a kazoo. What I, he proves is that this is no way to make movies. Oh
3: my wow. god. Would you like to know
2: yes. the one person who liked this movie? Yes. Yes. Roger Ebert. Oh He oh. gave this movie Three out of four stars. Stop it. (laughs) That's crazy. He says, at the outset, we may fear, we may fear Summers is simply going for FX overkill. But by the end, he has somehow succeeded in assembling all his monsters and plot threads into a high voltage climax. Van Helsing is silly, spectacular and fun.
3: Girl.
1: Wow. I'll give you that it's silly. (laughs) And I, ah, the thing is, I remember knowing it was bad. And, but also in spite of myself, I love to see a bunch of monsters up on screen. writing. Sure. I just, I think and this has been the bane of my existence from the very beginning. I felt this way during Benicio del Toro's Wolfman, which was another movie that I took a whole mess of friends <laughs> oh, to. No. And boy, I should have, known that oh, one, I, I have not seen that one. That movie got delayed like nine times. Wow. It came wow. out like three years after it was supposed to, um, went through two different directors, everything and even the 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 try to the attempt to reboot like the dark universe which was universal's yeah. attempt to like have their own marvel cinematic universe populated by monsters <laughs> like it just they just don't know what is fun about yeah. like they can't no. they actually cannot figure out why the mummy was successful mm-hmm. even though it is so clear to all of us that like simple storyline fun actors yeah. You know, borrow borrow from what works in other genre type yeah,
2: movies. Yeah, you know who the people are. You know what they want. You know why they want it. And you think they're right to want it. Yeah. Right.
3: The reason, that, I think the reason that The Mummy works, and and this is a, 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 a Stephen Summers strength, is the video gaminess of it. Yes. Of like, it is very simple in that way. Of like, you have to do this, this, this to get to the final thing, right. you know, and then you win. And Van, there's a lot of video gaminess in Van Helsing, but it's so convoluted. I feel like it almost hurts that we know what Dracula's motives are so early on. Right. Like if yeah. he had, if it had not been like, well, oh, fucking Dracula has been terrorizing our village for a million years and it sucks and we can't do anything about it. We yeah. persist in living here. <laughs> there's there's yeah. nothing we could do. Um, If if it had been like he arrives there and he's being very suave and charming and he's like trying to buy the affections of everyone, Um, and then we find out later this is what he wants Frankenstein for. This is what like like, you know what I mean? If it if it had unfolded instead of like just everything, everybody yelling their thing all the time from the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, and then you're just waiting
1: for it to be over. Yeah, Dracula as like corporate america yeah coming and being like love your town hey love drinks on me yeah Uh, and then it's all like i want to replace you all with vampire babies yeah Yeah. Yeah. i also
2: think that everyone yelling their thing all the time should be the tagline for this movie (laughs) yeah it was like
3: like what if what if he had not you know funded frankenstein the frankenstein (laughs) monster but he found out about the frankenstein monster yeah he's like i gotta get that monster you know, huge. And then we find out why, like, I don't know. It just could it have been seduced him a
1: little bit instead yeah.
2: of paying him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is that's so not funny. compelling. And yeah.
1: Igor, like Igor's motive. we haven't even talked about Igor, but Igor's only motivations oh. in all this is that like Dracula pays him. I I just don't yeah. like think about Dracula like taking his wallet out. Like yeah. it's something about <laughs> it it all is just too yeah. much for me. Yeah, yeah,
2: and there was no treasure in this movie.
1: There was big no problem mm-hmm. treasure in no this treasure. movie. Not even a glimpse.
2: So
0: Like so, Van Helsing, he's (laughs) like the angel Gabriel. That's what (laughs) they're saying, and he works for like the Vatican, right? And they're mad at him,
3: but he doesn't know he's the angel Gabriel, right? Right? I didn't pick up when he when when Dracula was calling him Gabriel. I did not make that connection. So the
0: Archbishop was like, "You'll figure out what your ring means." So he knew. He didn't find out. He knew. He knew. They all know that he's Gabriel. The Vatican <laughs> erased
2: his memory as punishment for past crimes. How do you
0: know this? Was the this in Cardinal, the movie?
2: The <laughs> Alan Armstrong says it in the Vatican. But he says it. it is under a sheet yes. of
1: full bullshit. Right. Like it just. It, it's it, like
2: over a wide shot of a cavern full of eighty extras in different costumes. Right.
1: And every and it, he is he is shouting. He is just like and we get rid of your memory like he that's because. Too. He, It's because Uh, uh, you did that stuff in the bed. And it's just like, what? I can't absorb all this. So wait a
0: minute.
2: (laughs) She's just now processing
0: the opening. He's the angel Gabriel Mm -hmm. who works for the Vatican, who erased his memory. Mm -hmm. And he's adopted this persona of, of
3: Van Helsing.
0: Helsing. (laughs) And they're like, you need to go kill monsters But then he kills him, and they're like, they're really people, and you're a murderer. (laughs) And then they're like, you're so, like, bad at it, and you, like, ruined. (laughs) And then, but here's your next mission, should you choose to accept it kind of thing. And he's like, I guess this is what I do. So, yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) I don't understand in any way, shape, or form how any of this... Came to be anything. I,
1: Janie, what is so wild about this is you've just described exactly how it felt to be a personal assistant in New York City for several years, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is like, which is like you're the only person who can do this, and you're so bad at it, and I hate you, and you had no life before this, and if you do this bad, you're gonna have even less of a life. I, and I'm like, why do I have a box of cookies that cost four hundred dollars? And like a dog that I've never met before, and I need to go get this dog spayed. Like this is
3: wait,
0: this is the no- this should be the movie because
3: I actually like two. Oh my god, this should be the movie,
0: Andrew, because I would watch this movie. That it is. This movie is so interesting. This is this Van Helsing. Movie-
2: the remake of Van Helsing. Is just <laughs> yeah. Andrew, it's just me slice of life. Working
1: for a working <laughs> like for a in New York curator. City
0: is Transylvania, and like you're going through
1: all of the. <laughs> I that things. is how it that is how it felt. I it was yeah. a lot of me going to the most beautiful apartments I've ever seen. Someone maybe insulting me to my face. Sure, I don't know sure. whether it was a compliment or the worst thing anyone's ever sure, said to me. Of course. Um, just around
0: mental illness, like every, like just like exposed to people's personality disorders like on, I had
1: to call, I had to call like a very fancy restaurant and ask (laughs) if they could add to their menu for a night, um, just carrots braised in olive oil, not browned (sighs) and that's it. No seasoning or anything. I am resp-
0: so angry right now. The
1: response on the phone was, we are a very famous restaurant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what and do you say? What do you I, say to that? And you're like, I, I know. I
1: know. Oh and then I had to go back to my boss oh my and be God. like, I. they said they're a very famous restaurant. And then she said, well, that's the only thing my mother eats. What? And then I was like, She okay. can't
0: praise her own damn mom some carrots? That's what I'm like. That's what I'm, I'm like, sorry.
1: The movie is now about the mom. <laughs> who can all, who can yeah, all that,
3: eat we all have of a new all lead. carrots?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest thing in the world to make at home.
1: Um, And that, well, that's what was so confusing about it to me. I also, guess,
0: her mom only eats that.
1: That was what was weird. It, the mom, th- this was a very strange situation where they wanted to go out to eat. The mom. The mom had a very strict doctor-mandated... Diets, Brace, uh, right.
0: Brace, carrots and olive oil.
1: Right. Braised carrots and olive oil. Three they, times a day. <laughs> I want you to, here, I'm going to write this down for you.
3: Or you have you, to shoot her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> her
3: knees will lock up and then she's done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she'll,
1: she'll turn on you like a bat out of hell. <laughs> and she and then she's literally a bat out of hell. And that's how we get back. This to
2: is that. already oh.
0: Wait, I yeah. need to know more about those. She has a ma- mandated diet and, they, and it was only carrots. But
1: they all. wanted to go to restaurants they because wanted, they liked the ambiance of restaurants. Which they, is a sure. real
0: fuck you to the mom, right. to the sick mom, Yeah, yes. in my opinion.
1: Bring yes. your own carrots. Right.
0: Also, you know, by what the way,
3: all, put them in a baggie.
0: Also, by the way, it's like,
3: could you plate these for me?
0: Any <laughs> diner in New York would yes. make that for you. Oh, well, that's yeah. And, and by the way, like any New York diner has like 20 pages of food, like 20 pages you yeah. yeah. this Just was the, go there. It it's on was, there. it. Go honestly, there. It's
1: in olive oil. It's on there. <laughs> and and then uh, then how it ended honestly was she said I guess she can also eat salmon. What? <laughs> so that that kind of opened oh up a new God. chapter of what was possible. Wait a minute
3: no. now.
0: I trust the doctor again because <laughs> Yeah,
3: exactly. I was off board but now I'm back. <laughs> right,
0: right. Because that does sound legit. Yeah. That S- sounds legit. Speaking of, <laughs> bats,
3: speaking of bats out of hell. <laughs> can we can we focus on something that Van Helsing did right? Which yes. is that if Dracula transforms into a bat of course it would be a big bat yeah <laughs> that makes more sense like a human sized bat that makes more a sense a big boy bat
1: yes he wouldn't he's, be a tiny little bat he's That's a tall a, bat he's a man <laughs> less space <laughs> Yeah, exactly <laughs> that is that when you said that that was for me I was like why is he ever becoming a little bat <laughs> A dumb little bat. Bats are so small. <laughs> yes. He's rich. Yeah, like He's rich. He's a <laughs> big, 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 big boy bat. <laughs> that <laughs> is.
2: They also all have to spin before they turn oh into a bat, which God. feels oh,
1: this less necessary. Is, they're sky dancers, all of them. The, like, yes. you know, the thing you pull the wand then zzz, and they yeah. fly away uh, like yeah. that is whatever. I'm shocked they didn't merchandise that. Yeah. I would they, have been the only person. It was it. very toyetic movie. Yeah. I could figure it out. That is the that is the biggest thing where it's like the mummy is like you can see people pretending to be Rick O'Connell or like you can see kids wanting to imitate and play that way. Yeah, No one wants to be an agent <laughs> of the Vatican. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. 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 No New one's
1: like I'm on special order from the Vatican, like, <laughs> but it's a secret. Don't tell the Pope. Don't, Don't tell. Oh shh. <laughs> Just between us, Cardinals. <laughs> oh my God, this is a darker movie. I this is taking then
0: I thought
2: taking a heart because
0: uh, um, given the oh Church's history. Well,
1: okay. I mean, I feel uh, we could we could honestly talk about uh, Van Helsing for days and days because um, that's how long it lasts. That is truly. <laughs> Uh, but this has been a true joy discussing with the two of you. Thank you <laughs> well, for it. Wait, we have to talk about. Oh, my God. I almost forgot. <laughs> What's gay. What's gay about this movie? So with Absolutely. Steven
2: Summers, I sent you the list, Andrew. Oh, if you God. want to go back and forth, it's on your phone. Um, there, There's not a lot gay about this movie. Um, it's all pretty straight. You've got some cover girls screaming as vampires. That's one yeah, of the straightest screen, things that exist. But we do have a short list of um things that are gay from the movie Dracula. Is <laughs> gay.
1: 100% gay cape removal. Gay. A lot of anytime you take off a cape gay.
2: Yeah. The line you said you believed in my work.
1: <laughs> 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 Storing absinthe in a windmill.
2: <laughs> okay. Um being the only person in a large group wearing a mask. That's gay. Okay. That was uh, Frankenstein oh, in a windmill. Yeah.
1: Um, fainting, canonically gay.
2: The line, you're a big one. You'll be hard to digest. Good
1: God. (laughs) That is Mr. Hyde talking. I will also say Mr. Hyde works the front door at the Eagle. I've seen him several (laughs) times. Um, putting a guy's hat on while play fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Also straight. Which is all, you know what? And that's where gay and straight meet. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's a flirting way of stealing a hat. Um, yelling ah, Paris on a rooftop with your with your ass out <laughs>
1: also Mr. Hyde Mr. Hyde's really running away with how gay he <laughs> is um, running a scam with your brother straight
2: that's straight yeah that's Anna and her brother Velcan, who are canonically fucking uh, <laughs> trying to trap a wolf man uh, the line I am hollow and I will live forever <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um being codependent with your sister <laughs> Also, that's, that's also gay. Gay.
2: talking about wanting to go to the sea during an emergency. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: In the middle of a high stress situation saying, I'll bet it's beautiful. Well, and that should be venom, that last word. Okay. Holding someone's chin with two fingers while whisper screaming about werewolf venom. <laughs> werewolf venom is a brand of poppers. Um uh, there's no doubt about it. Yep.
2: Um Extremely fraught process of having a baby. Yes.
1: That is honestly, that does feel like a gay storyline. It's the only thing you talk about. It's so it's going, hard yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, oh, the
2: surrogates drinking coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dancing to a man's heartbeat. Dracula. Oh, Dracula, yeah. I forgot about cool that. Cool off, Dracula. He
0: was into that. <laughs>
2: cool <laughs> Cool the line, how long has it been? Three, four hundred years?
1: <laughs> Truly, I said that at Bar two weeks ago. <laughs> um, uh, the line, we have such history, you and I, Gabriel. He's <laughs> gay. gay.
2: Um and inviting someone to a Halloween masquerade ball and then laughing and twirling away into the sky <laughs> Gay, gay, gay Gay, gay, Wow, gay. Anna
1: I, Really, I'm appreciating how much more gay this movie is uh.
2: Oh, also I guess paddle boarding in your street clothes is gay yes. <laughs> <laughs> And and straight. That's it's also cool. very straight. Yeah. I didn't bring guys. a suit. I'm just gonna go. Christy, no.
1: <laughs> Christy. Or leaving a funeral early. Like I feel like that's also hi, yeah. I'm I'm going to the beach. Oh my
2: god. Um, and hot men in danger. There's a lot. Yeah.
1: Velkin in general, the, the there was a lot of uh gay gaze or or yeah. female gaze on how sweaty he was and how little clothes mm-hmm. he was wearing. Um. Yeah. Wow. Great work. God. There's a lot.
2: Dying on a couch is dying gay. <laughs> on a couch. Dying
1: on a velvet
3: couch. And oh then your
2: your boyfriend lighting you on fire.
1: <laughs> um. So listen, if you couldn't get enough of this episode, uh, Paul and Janie on their podcast Stay At Homekins, which it was has been a bomb for me throughout the entire pandemic. It's the most delightful podcast to listen to anytime, Perfect. but especially after dinner. I think it's a great after dinner podcast. <laughs> as, as has been discussed, um, they they did a, a viewing of the mummy mm-hmm. recently, which is a true delight. It's you so can good. watch the mummy with them. You started at the right time. A real, real delight. But listen to any episode. You guys are th- the true best. Thank you, thank you. Of course, it's
2: been a little delight. Th- we're so, so thrilled to be here. Honestly.
1: Thank you for having us. Oh my so, gosh, what a fun evening this week. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Uh, we're so good. I uh, truly. Um. The the piece de resistance is Chris microwaved us all some soft pretzels. I'm um, so excited. Is the podcast <laughs> began, really? Good. And there is one and a half left, which uh, <laughs> Just some dessert. Wait, how did
0: that happen? I looked away and now, like, wow.
1: He's never wrong. <laughs> um, but is there anything that we can uh, promote or any anything cut you got coming up? I don't know. When will
3: this be released?
1: This coming Friday. Jesus H. Um You
0: have a new Cartoon Jellystone coming out oh, on That's
3: right. Oh my gosh, really? I don't get to to promote things that I actually make money from <laughs> and that people can see. Um, yes, I, I do uh, a bunch of voices on the new uh, Jellystone on HBO Max. Uh, Coming out there. Magilla
1: Gorilla and <gasps> The Funky Phantom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, we'll do an episode of the Funky Van. You you guys should. (laughs) Should. That was
3: That's way after your. That's way before your time, though. That was Uh, a. That was a. When I was a kid, that was a a new cartoon, and it was about. I guess it was during the bicentennial, and there was a founding fathers ghost. Oh my god! Who like helped these humans solve some crimes? And I think he also had a ghost blood. It was pretty cute. You
0: have three other podcasts as well. Yes, that's true.
3: I also have (laughs) the neighbor um, Freedom with (laughs) Scott Ackerman and Lauren Lapkus. I have the neighborhood listen with Nicole Parker, where we take uh, posts from next door and we use them as um, oh. uh, fodder for improvisation, character improvisation. Andrew just recorded an episode, so which fun. will be out uh, in a bit, in a little bit. It's, it's such best. a great podcast. It's so much
1: fun. Also, you were fantastic. Uh, that's very kind. Oh
2: my god!
3: Uh, but
1: truly, you both have been such a joy. It's it really is a dream having you here. This no. was so much fun. It was our the pleasure. Best. This is so much oh, fun.
0: Thanks for having us. Oh thanks gosh. to both <laughs> of
2: you. For coming,
1: and thank you to boyfriend of the pod, Jason; husband of pod, Chris; and to Lady Bird,
2: Lady Bird, whose dog of the quite pod quite a shine to bird. the Tompkinses. We're, we're the friends now. We're She's friends asleep now. on the mother blanket <laughs> next to Paul. The blanket has the texture of mother, which she likes. Aww. Right, which
1: is a real treat. Um. <laughs> If, oh you liked, if you liked what you heard today, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Story underscore pod. You can
2: send us your scary stories or other scary anecdotes to scarystorypod at gmail.com.
1: And next Friday, we will be watching The Mummy 3.
2: Tomb of the Dragon Tomb Emperor. Tomb of the Dragon
1: Emperor, which I have not seen yet. Wow. So in case folks Whoa. want to give it a watch beforehand... We'll both be uh, newborn babies coming into it. You know what? I'm going to watch that because I've never seen it. I mean, well, yeah. (laughs) Um, But thank you again. This is a true joy. And one more thing you can do for us. Get Get out.
2: out. Forever.
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced
2: by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan.
3: Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com
2: slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at
3: Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.